Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Peace and love, y'all. Jill Scott presents J.Ill. With my sister friends, Aja and Laia. And I'm Jill Scott. Hello, darling. How are you? Um, I'm feeling kind of spicy. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Um, working, working is good. Working is good, especially mm-hmm. when you love what you do. But I'm a little, you know, I could use a belly rub and a, and a good little nap, you know. Yes, come on, belly rub. Yes, that that feels like, mm-hmm, it feels like it'd be okay. the right thing to do. You don't become an iconic woman in any industry uh, by only taking naps all the time, you know. <laughs> like the opposite, it's like the opposite, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's quite the opposite. You got to put in a whole lot of work. You got to put a whole lot of guts, a whole lot of passion, a whole lot of uh, energy into what it is that you do. Um, oftentimes we, we we talk about singers and there's singers with these beautiful voices. They could do anything with the thing. And then there's singers, you know, like like a Janis Joplin, if you will. Mm-hmm. All guts and grit and gristle and 
blood and, you know. Mm. My daddy called it screaming. <laughs> but yeah. And that too. And that too. Because sometimes a scream is necessary. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is necessary. Just like that work. Just like mm-hmm. that, uh, that soul-bearing portion of the show that, that counts always as an artist. There are entertainers and there are artists. Entertainers, um, this is my opinion anyway. I, I think that entertainers entertain the people. You know, they put on the show, they practice the moves, they change the clothes, they change the lights, they do the thing, and I love to be entertained, so it's not even a thing. I'm not trying to diss anybody at all. And then you've got these flat-footed, I don't know what to call it, just the soul-bearers that um, that make a, a difference in your vision, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. But what I really want to talk about is um, iconic women in the music industry, for whatever reason. If it's because, you know, they've been in, incredible entertainers um, like a Diana Ross, because I, I, you know, she's the boss. She is. The original, yeah, she's like the original, I was going to say the original B, but in, just in a sense of like singing and acting and doing it all. TV yeah. shows and producing TV and shows, introducing yeah. new artists and introducing new artists. Woo, people don't give her credit for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. She definitely brought out the Jackson Five, like <laughs> the one of the biggest um groups of all time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's 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 a room full. There's a there's a mountain full of powerful women. In front and behind. In front and behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. You talk about it. It's funny. I, you know, we talked about having this conversation early earlier and I was thinking of like, Laia, who to you is iconic? And the person that came to my mind is somebody who I've been following my whole life as a radio girl. I actually worked for her. I've actually been fired twice from her radio stations and yet and still, I still think it's important to say her name because she is one of a few. Actually, she's a one and only. One and, and only. Her name is Kathy Hughes. The only black woman who has multiple radio stations. At at some point, she had radio stations almost in every major city. You know, that's now matriculated into not just a radio uh, station network, but TV, but like... And digital. Can you imagine? And digital. Can you imagine the battle? I mean, actually, you don't have to imagine the battle because you see a small piece of it in Talk To Me with Don Cheadle as they hint at Oh, Chiwetel Ejofor's character is Dewey Hughes, her who husband. is the husband. Well, her husband at the time. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for it those of us who grew up in Washington, D.C., we remember, you know, W-H-O-L um, when we were M-M-J. little. M.M.J. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And when we were little and they would be in a trailer right over there right. off of... Um, H Street, right? H Street. And you could actually drive by and see Kathy Hughes doing Sunday Morning Joy. On Sundays, you could drive by and see her hosting the gospel music show every Sunday. And not knowing and understanding, obviously not foreseeing, but even then understanding that she was putting the the platform and the, the pavers down mm-hmm. for what was going to 
become such an iconic businesswoman, you know, and uh, she's played every role in radio, you know, to, to watch a right. woman as a little girl be a radio personality and then ascend to where she has now is like. And may I world. add, may I add, Asia, a hella black lady in the sense of what she said out of her mouth. This is a woman who had a morning show every day with Dick Gregory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yet yeah, an, an own radio station. She that's it's black. You can't get no blacker. Right. You're like, and I'm still going to work. Oh, that's yes. black ass. That's black. That's black. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, yes, yes. If you just, you know, if you miss part of this, we, we, we're talking about Kathy Hughes. Yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. You need to know the name. I mean, you should know the name if, if you know, you know, for, for, for the Oprah Winfrey's, there are the Kathy, the Kathy Hughes of the world. It's only one, though. <laughs> that's crazy. Still, still on one. Still only one. Predates Oprah. Yeah. The first radio job I ever had at 12 years old. And that trailer turned and ended up evolving into an actual storefront radio station. Remember when radio stations had a window? Yeah. And you yes. could walk past and wave at that person that's on the air right yes. now. And they shout you out. Hey, girl, I see you out there in that window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and DC, WHUR still has that. I, I always love that, that at, the, at Howard, that they still have the window. Mm-hmm. That's a, so endearing. And it breaks down the wall. It does. Because we're in another space, right? We talk about how important it is for Black people to be in all spaces. Right, right, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think that more than anything, that when we see Black women in charge of things, right, we have places Mm -hmm. and spaces that we're used to seeing Black women run. And it's important for us to know that those same skill sets go everywhere, and that they can be taken everywhere. And honestly, in my mind, to think about the amount of sexism and racism that she's had to experience over the years is, you know, is humbling to think that you can have a career this long and still maintain her company, because that's another thing. And one thing you see, even with some of the big, you know, black men in media is that they've eventually had Mm -hmm. to, or decided to, not had to, decided to relinquish their companies to larger parent companies, and she just has not done that. And also, shoot, Black Radio is dying. She is one of the last people standing. Shout-outs to this opportunity to do podcasts, but somebody had to go out of business, right? This is true. It's very true. That's the thing about America, guys. I I thought a monopoly was illegal. (laughs) Ooh, it's... I can't even... Ooh. We're dealing with so many monopolies as we speak on this podcast right now. I don't know which... (laughs) Jill, <laughs> I mean, you talk about companies that are on billboards and all kind of media outlets. What are we talking about? <laughs> Guys, I I just thought that was a legitimate question. Or it is a very no, it is no. What yeah. we were saying is that not only is it a legitimate question, but there are so many implications, and that's why it's so complicated to be black in this country right now, be woman in this country, be any kind of marginalized person in this country, because so many you you have to interact with so many institutions Mm -hmm. that make it more difficult for a Kathy Hughes to exist, that make it more difficult for a Jill Scott to exist. It is Mm -hmm. like, it is a very interesting kind of, um, you know, parasitic existence is that everything is kind of built around this, this thing. So it's, it's a lot. Yeah, you're right. A monopoly is illegal, but at the same time too, what we have is, you know, corporate warfare and if you think about that, who's going to fall at the bottom of that, it's real easy to figure out who. And if it's a black woman owned media company, 
Yeah. Ta-da. Hello. In a medium that is no longer modern. Yeah. But the fact that she is still there, even under those circumstances. The mm-hmm. fact that she was there and and is there, but was there at all. Oh. Very male-dominated, yeah. very white-dominated yes. um, uh, industry. I, I, I believe uh, Dr. Cosby owned a radio station at one point. Well, Stevie still does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. What is the, what is their K-J-L-H? Yes, because love, joy, hope. Yeah. Joy, love, happiness. Bam. And we're, we're, you know, definitely appreciative of that. We're talking women today. We're talking about women in this industry, in the music industry, that just have pioneered and um, opened doors and are iconic to us for, you know, multiple reasons. Powerful, influential black women um, in the music industry. Well, give me one of yours. Um, well, agents. I feel like that my choice is slightly unsung, you okay. know, um, for lack of a better word. But um, definitely not going to be surprising based on what I do. So my husband and I sing in a singing group. If you're listening to this and you don't know that, we've been doing that for 22 years, almost. 21 years uh, singing as a duo (laughs) and from the very onset of us doing our music people just jumped out there and said oh y'all gonna be the new Ash for the Simpson I said it this it right come on now who did (laughs) who did this the question when you gonna do solid but I never thought that we were we were deserving of that number one because of just the the vast, you know, t- I mean, vat of talent yeah. between the two of them, um, not just as performers, but also as writers and producers. Hell yeah. So, and that is what really, that's the tee hee hee. Yes. That right there, that's the value that we're talking about here. And that's why I want to talk about Valerie Simpson as a woman who I think is such a powerhouse in the evolution of rhythm and blues songwriting that never gets mentioned. Mm -hmm. The biggest songs you can think of, when you think of Motown, how could you not think of Ain't No Mountain High Enough? How could you not think of Ain't Nothing Like The Real Thing? How can you not think of these tunes? But what you don't think about is that the person behind the composition and Mm -hmm. the music and the production is one Miss Valerie Simpson. And this is not to take away from her partnership because it was really a heavenly partnership because no one, and I just, you can fight me, no one can write a lyric and can write melody and lyric. Like Valerie Simpson. No, like Nick Ashford. Oh, like Melody and lyric like Nick Nick Ashford. Nick Ashford was the the lyricist in the two of them. Not that they didn't exchange... Right. Not that they didn't exchange different roles, but his main role was writing the lyrics. And so there was a big story, obviously, between them about how he wrote I'm Every Woman. Oh. 
Oh, wow. That he wrote the lyrics to I Am Every Woman. And so and <laughs> so they tell a fabulous story about this. It's on the internet. Yeah, I ain't got to tell it. It ain't my story to tell. But y'all could go and listen to that story. You ain't story. gonna give us the remix, Asia. Come on, man. Come on. You, you know we listen to this podcast I mean, right now. She we basically told him he was he was struggling with it, and she was like, listen, you need to sit down and get into your inner woman and think like a woman and think like women think and try your best to get into that whole situation. He was like, he was. Uh, you know, he sat quietly and and tried to get into his best mode, and Did he, he wrote his, he and wrote like the quintessential. So right. to me, but at the same time too, and I know we're talking about women, but we'll take a little sidetrack real quick to talk about lyrically. Nick Ashford, oh my gosh, he said, um, and now I got a lot of thinking in the is, lyrics. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I don't want to say this is either ain't nothing like the real thing, or it might be ain't no mountain high enough. Where he says. I know you could make a man out of a soul that didn't have a goal. Mm. I mean, this man knew how to say a thing in a tune. So my thing, my reason why I'm bringing this up is that because him being the lyricist and them assuming that it was Valerie Simpson who was the lyricist when she was the composer. Break that down. She was the composer. Hold on on singing, writing ladies. Mm -mm -mm. What that mean? I don't understand because I thought that was the same thing. I'm just speaking for the people. I I know the real answer, but just in case I don't, what what, what you talking about, Asia? Because a composer... (laughs) Composing um, means, composing means when it's time to write the song, the person who sits down and writes the chords... The person who sits and does. So she is the reason that we have. I'm every woman. That the way it starts, like that's oh the all string Valerie arrangement. Simpson. Yes, Valerie Simpson. Oh, yes. oh all, the, all these fingers. God. All the fingers, honey. Oh. You better give all of girl. You better put some respect on this woman's name. Do you we understand need, me? We- well, let me tell y'all, I'm not call. even done. I'm not even done. Okay, not only did she write these songs, did she write the music to these songs? These are the same songs who literally just two days ago, I'm watching This Is Us, and child, a whole commercial comes on, and once again, the Walmart commercial is playing what? Her music. What song? I think it was Ain't No Mountain. Okay. But again, again, this is to this day. Yeah. This music is not being is not just only recognized within its genre, but outside of its genre, commercially, every way possible. Her composition. And this woman has been writing since 17, 18 years old. When she met her husband, she was only 18, 19 years old. Oh. Which of course you know is deep to my heart. Uh-huh. Because I also met mine at the same age. So oh, wow. bottom line, yeah, so their story is very, oh, wow. very like close to my heart. Simpson. Honey, I love them. I love them as people. They're amazing people. And they've been lovely to us. And she has been amazing to us. She had, yeah, to um, y'all. Can you call her Asia? Can I was she, really she just being an asshole. Like, I don't like, I don't like the idea of the new blah, blah, blah. The person is... Oh, yeah, I don't like the new either. I don't like the new blah, blah, blah. No, they're the only. They're the only. only. She's amazing. But let me say this also. Um, Oh, honey, and legs. Yep. Legs and shoes. Legs and shoes. Legs and shoes. Shoes and legs. Legs and shoes. Shoes and legs. So, last thing about her. I, and you can fight me, because I don't care. I fight. She's the inventor of the remix. What's she, what was the first? Okay. What was your, what was your, what was she, she took 
Ain't no mountain high enough. Her and her husband. Took and did Solid and- Rock! No, no. And re-recorded the song with an they entirely did. new arrangement. Because that's how with powerful Diana Ross. Hold on, hold on. And created a whole nother number one hit with it. They I'm were also at- writers on the Wiz. Yes, oh, they were they're they're old school Motown writing duo. They were there very they were part of the second wave of writers. They were very young. They came in after the Holland Dosha Hollands and that kind of thing. But they were still there during the same time. They were just much younger. But they've written amazing. They, yeah. So I believe that that was the first major remix to me. Not the same as like, let's say, when you have a jazz standard and people sing a different type of jazz, d- different you know takes on a jazz standard. This was a producer-driven moment. And I honestly don't Brava. care if anyone agrees. She's amazing. She's a genius. She is a genius. Girl, we agreed with you an hour ago. Yeah, not a diva. Cool. I'm talking about anybody listening. Not right. a diva. Not Me a too. diva. Mm-hmm. Not a diva. A genius. Genius. Put some respect mm-hmm. on her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it. Oh. It's there. I wish you all could see Aja's face because <laughs> she's she's sitting, but she put her hands on her hips, her <laughs> cocked to the side, and everything. She's like, put some respect on her name. And in the quiet you saw was her body organizing itself for a fight. <laughs> like, like you're gonna get one. Well, people listening I mean, today, she can't even see. She's talking to y'all, people. She's talking to y'all. Like, yeah, I'm just talking to y'all out there. I want all the smoke. <laughs> That'll be Kindred the wife on Instagram. Just if you got some smoke, don't bring it to the, 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 the jail podcast. <laughs> When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Speaking of smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, about it. All right. The woman that is my iconic woman uh, in the music industry is Ma Rainey. Homegirl's name is Gertrude. Okay. Honey. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's where you start. That's where you okay? start. That's where you start. When somebody's name is Gertrude, it's about to be some fire. Ma Rainey, this goes way back, y'all. Um, she was born in 1886. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. This is a time, number one, um, clearly uh, we're still fighting. Um, we're still fighting now for that matter. She was started out singing the blues, ended up singing the blues. But this the, her blues was was raw dog. Okay? In a time where people wore their dresses to a certain length and made sure to be modest in their in church every Sunday and all of these things. And it, and it wasn't just the institution of church. It was uh, mandatory that you had to be a certain kind of way, particularly in an industry like the music industry. She wasn't light skinned. She wasn't mm-hmm. uh, propped up. Her, she, her, her titties was hanging comfortably. Um, <laughs> she... Come on, hanging titties. Mm-mm. She wasn't light skinned. Okay. Um, she was sassy and assy. She had some gold in her mouth, didn't she? I was like, this is gold teeth. Yes. 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 Gold teeth. Yes. 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 Um, she wasn't a soft woman either, meaning she didn't say, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll do whatever you say. No, she was a fist fighter <laughs> and a tongue lasher. And um, she didn't play any kind of games. This woman wrote a song called Prove It On Me. Okay, Prove It On Me. Mm-hmm. Um, she She apparently got caught in this um, orgy at her house ah! in 1925. Mm. And um, it was it was popular news that she had, a, you know, was, was out there doing what she was doing. So she wrote a song called Prove It On Me, okay? And the lyrics say, they said, I do it, ain't nobody caught me. 
Sure got to prove it on me. Went out last night with a crowd of my friends. They must have been women because I don't like no men. <laughs> Ooh, yes. yes Gangster. Okay. Yes, ma. Gangster. Y'all know who Angela Davis is, right? We better. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's an activist and a scholar, just in case you don't know. And um, she said that that song was the reason for the whole lesbian cultural movement in the 70s. Wow. Wow. I wonder yeah. what, ha- what happened in between them years. They are, they're doing a movie about her. Um, Netflix is doing a movie about Ma Rainey. Mm. Um, it is based off of the play that August Wilson did. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Right. It, it's, it's interesting too, Joe. It's funny. Well, we, we got an opportunity to kind of watch it. And I was like, it makes me want to go back to the play because, and I, I think you, you guys have both seen the play. I have I've never seen the seen play. The play. No, okay. I've never seen the play. So let me ask you then, Jill, the character that Chadwick plays, uh, mm-hmm. Letty, I believe. Levi. Was he, Levi, I'm sorry. Was he the central character in the actual August Wilson play? It depends on who's directing. Okay. way I see it, it all depends on who's directing. Um, I, I, I saw it as well, and that performance by Chadwick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. See, it's that I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I don't think that I can sing everything. I've always said this. I, I, I have to write it. It has to come through me in a way in order for me to be able to relate the information. Other than that, um, it's just a song, and I'm not really a singer. I'm, I, 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 you know, there's we gonna argue about these things for some people. It's okay, um, but it was what was written. It's that. It's that. Um, the August Wilson of it all. Okay. It's the August Wilson of it all. Mm-hmm. What he put down on paper. My God. Of the of of those lines and how as an actor you're required to sing everything August Wilson when he writes us it's all music from the beginning to end Hmm. and Viola Davis ma'am Rainey you know what though (laughs) can I just take a moment for an elder can we can we also give some love to Glenn Glenn. motherfucking Terman Listen, I'm so glad you said it because it was burning in my soul. Mm. Listen, the flowers, the bouquets, the the, the shrubbery. He's been doing the work. The small trees. Listen, let me say this. Let me say this. There was a moment. I cried many times throughout this movie. Many, many times. But the first of the many times I cried was in the very beginning, and not to give any, any, any spoilers, but there is a mo- there's a moment in, in, in the beginning of the movie where black men are talking. Mm. Wow. Mm. And if ever you want to fall in love with black men even deeper than you are already, 
This is the moment that will get you there. Come on. The way they laughed and the way they joked with one another and how they would go from the serious to the funny to the painful to the painfully emoting. Oh to see black men exchange these complex and nuanced moments with each other was everything that I ever needed in my life. It was everything. Wow. That's because huge. I don't think enough of this is shown of our men. I'm going to second that emotion, honey. Yeah. Enough of that is not shown of our men. And their vulnerabilities, because that's what we saw too, right? Like, even when they were trying to macho up against each even other. in the midst. That's what yes. I'm saying. Like, so as they were machoing the up the t- against yes. each other, it's like, hold up, brother, let me tell you who I am. And then in that yes. moment, after I tell you who I am, that's when you change your ways, because you're like, shit. Like, yeah, we, we tried. Like, we, man. And that powerfully strong presence of my Rainey. Mm-hmm. That loomed over the whole that thing. That loomed over everything. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. unbelievable that she had such free she was so free you know what I mean like the way that she spoke to those those white men who you know were ran her record label and what she refused to do and and the way that she understood it how she understood that she was a tool and all they wanted was her voice and she was going to make sure she got everything that she wanted because they was going to get everything they wanted that's right but that commentary is important whether she said the words or not it is that commentary is important because it is still relevant. Yeah. It is still truly relevant, particularly about black women and black women who have a lot of agency around their sexuality, even in today's music industry. You think about a Cardi B, you think about a Megan Thee Stallion, you think about a Lizzo, mm-hmm. all of these different people, there's a very real conversation still happening, you know, around women's sexuality, black women's in the in, in entertainment and music, particularly. Oh. Yeah. And women being able to, um, you know, dictate business wise how that's going to go and right. how that's going to be sold and how it's going to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just, whoo, baby. So don't think you were the first young women. No, no, you were not. You, we must, we must take this moment to shout out Millie Jackson. Come on. It must be done. Yeah. It must be done. Lyrically, her presence on stage, her the growl in her voice, all of it. Grace yes. Jones. I mean, LaBelle. Yes. Yes. LaBelle. LaBelle. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is this, uh, it's a, a fear of our sexuality mm-hmm. that drives me absolutely insane. It drives me crazy. You're allowed to be smart. You can be smart. Okay. But I remember, um, well, I'm thinking Angela Yee. That's not her name. Angela Rye. Rye, Rye. Mm-hmm. Angela Rye. Yeah. Politics. Mm-hmm. Yes, politics. Angela Rye. When people realized that she was a hottie. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know what self. to do with it. Yeah, you should hear her stories of having to shut niggas down. Like having it's crazy to me. Yeah. You're yeah. not yeah. allowed to be, or it's not so much that you're not allowed. It's just uncomfortable for people when you allow yourself to be all of yourself. You have to pull back in some way, shape, or form. I how I'm, dope are we though? And in particular for her, because she is mixing together two things that people can't. People's brains Brain. are exploding. It's like, <laughs> oh, I talk about politics and religion because she's also a very devout Christian. Talk about politics and religion, and I'm about to put this dress on and show y'all how snatched this waist is, and give y'all this glamour. Mm-hmm. You interviewed her. I remember that night, and she was dynamic mm-hmm. then and has been dynamic mm-hmm. since. But to, to see how things have, have have moved forward for her. But like I said, pulling together those two worlds for people, you know, they might be able to handle it in music. But if you they do it in... handle it in music. But y'all know... They pretend to handle it in music. Yeah. They pretend to handle it in music. There's been more discussions about WAP in the last, you know... Girl, months. 
Um, I remember when I first heard WAP, I I I was taken aback by the lyrics, quite frankly. I wasn't ready myself. Why did it feel different than uh, any random Little Kim song? I'm just using Little Kim as an example. Like, what, why did you feel? I remember being excited by Lil' Kim. Mm. Um, I think it had a lot to do with the wordplay. We need Kim. I think it had a, yeah, we should, yeah. I think it had a lot to do with the wordplay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm also a, a, a reader, a writer, and um, I like wordplay. And I think that there was a lot of it there with Lil' Kim. Yeah. I didn't feel that necessarily from WAP. Um, it, everything seemed to be pretty straightforward. Right. Just come get this wet ass pussy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like Kim was pretty straightforward too. She was like, you know, I'm gonna watch my stories while you eat my pussy. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, but it, it also <laughs> came to the picture. So you basically are saying something about lyrics, seriously. Like somebody is obviously a better lyricist to you in a sense of just a writer. There's a reason why I gravitated towards it. I just because with Kim I saw pictures, and mm-hmm. for WAP I heard words to to lyrics. I mean to a rhythm. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Don't get don't get all don't get your feelings hurt and, and all in your back. Oh my feelings! I'm hurt. not talking about you. I'm oh oh about oh you. oh. Because like, you know it's other, it's other people listening. We hope it's other people listening. Asia, you know yeah. we hope it's oh, right. people. Yeah. You guys are listening sometimes, um, but. You know that's the way I feel. I I'm a I'm kind of, I'm a lyricist fan. I like yeah, that. I, I feel like that put together in a way. I mean, I wrote Crown Royal. You know, I I thought it was visual. You know, I I oh, could be wrong. It is. I I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Your hands on my hips, pull me right back to you. Pull me back. Don't I'm sorry. I have a whole my dance part, My cross. part is when it's no. My part is when it's you you you. <laughs> I don't know it's, that it's, part. It's not. It's not. It's you don't say you. It's like you, you, you. No. <laughs> I don't know that part. I don't know what you say when you say I flip shit something and a lip. I say a lip dick. Hip dip and I'm twisted in your hands and your lips and your tongue tricks. Oh, and you're so thick. Yeah, that sounds better than lip. It's nasty. It's nasty. It's very line as a song is nasty. It's very. However. However, yes, it is it is it is woven together in a lyrical little meal that is fantastical. And sometimes However, we just like what we like cuz I doubt anybody on this line was like I cannot stay I'm I'm not saying you can lick it, you can stick it, you can taste it. I'm talking every drip drop, don't you waste it. Like that was that was some high shit when it came out. That was now, high. Who's, who's rhyme was it? That was Akinelli. Put it in your mouth, in your motherfucking I mouth. There I wasn't there for that. <laughs> you wasn't. You wasn't here for that. I'm. A, I'm gonna tell you something there funny though. For that, I was. I was late I to there. the Kim train. I was actually late to the little Kim train when it uh, first came out. I was a little taken aback. I w- I got a little. I got slightly. It was a lot. Know, I got slightly United Methodist when I heard it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, man. Dreams of fucking R and B dick. What? But listen, I, I was late. When I first got there, I wasn't ready. Okay? It was a lot for me. Yeah. Okay? As I got older, I was like, 
okay, Kim is on something. But also, too, further down the line, when I got to other songs, her right. radio hits, the radio hits, I was like, boom. But I had to work up to listening to the album versions. I, I will not lie. I had to work up to it. Again, if we're raising young women these days to honor these women, these iconic figures within this industry, and we know that we're at, you know, auntie age around this time, Mm. and we have other young girls who are coming, young women who are coming into this business, we have to offer them the space, uh, uh, an evolved space, a space that says, that you no longer have to fight this same fight to be yourself and be who you are. And i never forget um, Chris Rock talked about how, you know, he was this world-famous comedian and he lived next door to a dentist. And that, you know, white folks get a chance to be mediocre. Right. Everybody is not going to necessarily have the same level of um, access to that kind of lyrical prowess. You know what I mean? But they do have an audience and they do have an artistic voice. For some reason, let me, let, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, if I say anything, it's it's a speaking out. I'm speaking out against something or other. Right. I'm not speaking out. I don't have any problem at all with why. You on your earthy perch somewhere. That's what they say. They say you on your earthy perch somewhere. Just, Somebody you know, pointing said fingers that? No, I made that. Sh- I made that shit up. It was just okay. a translation of what I what I think. Enough, I mean, I guess there are people that think that. Um, there are people that think that. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm a whole person. I really am. W h o l e. W h o l e. That's not how my rainy would have said that, but all right, that's fine. Listen, my <laughs> friend, I'm a whole bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. That's what it would have been had yes. she been speaking to anybody. Yes. She was all of herself. She allowed herself to be herself. She was not afraid of those folks that were trying to put her in boxes or confine her to anything. And black people, a lot of black people did not like her. I'm glad mm. you said that because I wonder thinking here, like in retrospect, we can all have this kind of level of respect. But like if she was to come out right now. What, what, where, where would we be on the side of the coin? Because like I told you, I was slow to the Kim train. Yeah. I was slow to the Billie Holiday train. Wow. hmm All right. Uh, yeah. You know. Hey. Different strokes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I saw how would she be received? Lady Sings the Blues before I actually saw, uh, uh, except before I heard of Billie Holiday music. But that's fair. That's, I think that's some 80s baby shit, but yeah. Yeah, and I didn't catch on until what that was until I got my feelings hurt. Once I got my feelings hurt and listened to Billie Holiday, I was like, oh, oh, I see what this is. Yeah, but I didn't get it until then. Yeah, yeah I think we're always going to end up in some kind of auntie position when it comes to to songs like, like WAP. You know, um, I have to bring that up again. Uh, I just feel like we're always going to come up with something that people are going to feel like there's a judgment or a, an auntie thing happening. I just like what I like. 
you know, I was going to, I also try to keep aware of the steady evolution of sexuality and media because I always use the whole thing of like, at some point when Marvin Gaye came out with sexual healing, my fuckers was like, what? No, that's too much. Turn it down. So now I'm like, here we are 40 years later. What the fuck do I expect? We are 20 years after Lil' Kim. Yeah, wet-ass pussy. That's about right. Wow, we are 20 years after Lil' Kim. And, yes. and it's always fun and, and games until you see it, until you hear a three-year-old singing it. Yeah. Mm-mm, I don't never want... You'd be like, no. oh, yes. Yes, ladies. So you be at... The- I, I have some songs on my next project that I'm like, mm, I don't know. Oh, no, no, we know. Give it, give it. Is it next level Crown Royal? Because we're here for that. You got to evolve. You know, you got to keep going. Listen, at this age, Nasty (laughs) Jill is the only Jill I'm interested in. How about that? How about that? That's I need Nasty Jill consistently in my life. (laughs) Unless you got a You About to Lose Your Job remix. Because I've been looking and waiting for some singer to do that for me. But that's fine, you know, whatever. A remix is not needed. The original is a classic. It is. She is. She kills it. She does. Classic. An iconic woman. I'm just joking. Because you're trifling. <laughs> when she hit the trifling part, that's what I'm out. But <laughs> she called it trifling. Hmm. What you thinking, Jill, over there? I was thinking of some more iconic women mm-hmm. um, in this music industry. I'm oh, gonna... Susan DePass. Oh, sorry. Just oh, wow. Wow. We talking about women that make change. You know, I've heard that name damn near I, my whole life. I've heard that name my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna throw Beyonce in the hat. Yeah, that is Why not? that is absolutely as she should be. It should be fine, 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 fine. Listen, be, I've never seen anybody anywhere work harder than that lady mm-hmm. ever. I, I know, you know, musicians that work with her and that level of, of uh, business, that level of professionalism. I, I Every time I've ever seen her perform anywhere, I, I get chill bumps. I, 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 I'm stuttering. See, look at me. I just and she, and she's taking that Diana Ross formula next level. It's amazing. She's amazing. She's oh. amazing. And, and she's introduced so many different kinds of music and different kinds of visuals mm-hmm. um, that are he- healthy. Shit. Every time I see Chloe and Hallie, I thank her. I think I think what she has done is she has kind of mixed together what used to be the pop trifecta and Hmm. put it into one artist. You know, there used Madonna was known as a chameleon where she would figure Mm -hmm. out what was going on in the underground and bring it to the mainstream. Beyonce has done that consistently. Then Michael Jackson was a person who brought um, just the dynamics of stage performance and dance into his artistry beyond just the fact that he was an amazing singer and everything. And she has been able to, like, turn, I mean, that the, the Michael Jackson mentality, I mean, she's taken that to the very next level, in my, in my opinion, humbly. Yeah. You know, and then you talk about just straight flat foot singing. Oh. That part. But she was saying oh. earlier, Jill, oh, about a different flat foot woman. singer. She both. Like, how you, you both? Thrice. Thrice. <laughs> We're going to keep, we're going to end up um, forgiving ourselves at times. You know, I, we're going to keep, we're going to keep forgiving ourselves as we continue because we're going to say the wrong thing sometimes and mm-hmm. it's wrong because we're trying to advance past it. Mm-hmm. So when you know, when you know that something is beige, you don't want to keep calling it white. 
You know what I mean? Right. You, you want to learn what it is and then move move towards that. Move towards the truth or move towards um, a place where people can feel happy and healthy and um, seen. And um, I certainly want you to have all of your sexuality. I certainly want you to be all of you. I do. What else is there? I'm super proud of these women that um, that they weren't. They've never been doing it for me. You know, mm-hmm. they did it because that's where that's where the thing that's came who they from. Were. That's who they were. Yeah. It's so much so much better to go ahead and, and be who you are. Yeah, were, I mean that is. I mean that is the pathway to being iconic, is it not? Yeah. What is my my phone says? Uh, small minds can't comprehend big spirits. To be great, you have to be willing to be mocked, hated, and misunderstood. Stay strong. There it is. That's the, end. the mic on the floor. Is the mic on the floor? The mic is on the floor. up everybody i'm eves a producer on the show and it's resource time okay so we have a lot today jill would like to point you to queerculturalcenter.org which has information on the importance of ma rainey you can check out the netflix film ma rainey's black bottom as well and for the love of all that is black and beautiful please read or go see an august wilson play if you ever have the chance And while I'm on that note, go support small theaters, female directors, and emerging actors. And then there's all of the people that Jill, Aja, and Laia mentioned today. If you don't know about some of these people and groups like Millie Jackson, LaBelle, Kathy Hughes, and Valerie Simpson, go look them up and learn a little bit more about their work if you already do know a little something about them. I'll drop some links in the episode description. listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Taylor Chacon. Listen, you ain't got to look too far for Ashford and Simpson. Look, you it's hear knock me? on wood. Mm-hmm. Any Motown discography, just just check that all out. All I need to get by, all I need to get by. Mm. That's the Aretha version. But she wrote it. Yep. But that's what I'm saying. That's iconic. You wrote a song that Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross, and Aretha Franklin all recorded. And all all three versions are different. Bye. Bye.
J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts.